So, um, I don't know if you guys drink the way that these two Judy Garlands drink and not, not the Wizard of Oz Judy Garland, no. you know? The cross-eyed pill Judy Garland. Yeah. Um, the pill factory Judy Garland. Right, right. But you're like, gals, it's been a long week at Groupon, you know? We deserve like one blue moon, you know? One blue moon, I'm out of here. Just one glass of white Zinfandel and I am out, you know? And then you get as drunk as someone in the Civil War that's about to get their leg cut off from having too much gangrene. Welcome to the Blackout Diaries, the show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host, Sean Bear Flannery. And I'm CJ Sullivan. Each week here on the Blackout Diaries, we have a different theme when it comes to drinking and debauchery, and this is Dead End Jobs. Oh, this my favorite. This is. Lived you did loved it. Yeah, it's a specialty. It, you you have so many of your early on Dead End Jobs that, are, that you've talked about so much and, and written in your book that it, I... I I've I've tried to crunch the numbers one time. It doesn't seem possible. Oh, dude. Having... So what I would do, like, I don't even know if I've ever had this conversation with you. I would give a job about a half hour to impress me. I, I always <laughs> okay, felt right. like I was actually the employer. Sure. <laughs> and I would walk out. I got audited by the IRS in 1996 because I worked 32 jobs. <laughs> It's a lot of W2s. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. It, it, I was just doing the math. Like, how, how do they squeeze all these jobs in? You been, it's well, almost like we first hear about Will Chamberlain. Is, yeah, you know, exactly. you hear about Will Chamberlain's women. Like, how, how's this even possible? <laughs> or it, it would be like an alcoholic with benders where I'd be like, I'd right. work one job for like a year or two. I'd be like, okay, you know what? I found a place I liked. Uh -huh. And then something would happen. They would either fire me or they would close. Yeah. First of all, if, if Sean Flannery... If teenage Sean Flannery's in a long distance relationship with you, things aren't going well, corporate wise. <laughs> you know, like, like if, if I'm cutting the mustard there, like right. that's that's not a good sign. So they would usually fold. And then I would just go through a flurry of job interviews until I found the next place in in, in short jobs until I found the next place uh, mm. that I liked. You specialized in job interviews, at least at least great at job interviews. Bad <laughs> and you like giving bad job interviews yes. as a strategy for good at job interviews. I do like one of my rules, a long time rule of mine, mm -hmm. e even when I got into IT and in white collar jobs, always interview hungover. If you, you know, if, if you're over. a drinker, that's always got to interview. That's a rule you have. <laughs> that's a rule I have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's because you don't want to over promise. I mean, that, mm -hmm. that, that's how you land in trouble, you know? Um, hmm. So I would want them to see the kind of, you know, a lot of people like put their best suit on. Right. You know, Confidence. They want to do, you know, things like they that. They want to exude the right. best possible version of them. I want you to meet the version of me you're going to work with on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, yeah, I, <laughs> I answer a lot of like, whoa, 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 slow down. You know, when they ask me te technical questions and <laughs> like I routinely say, I'm going to have to get back to you on that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting Monday, Sean. <laughs> right after a holiday, we you're getting Tuesday after a holiday weekend, Sean. 
And that seems to work. I'm not, if I recall from her strategies, where you uh, you shock them almost. They can't believe you're. Uh... I do, and I I make I'm very big on issuing demands, mm-hmm. um, which you'd be surprised how much it helps you in the interview process. First of all, I've been through so many interviews that I'm more comfortable than them with the right. process. You know, <laughs> listen, there's nothing you can tell here <laughs> yeah, that, that I, I haven't, haven't been. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no way of there's there's no there's not a version of no that you can tell me that I haven't heard before. <laughs> <laughs> so I I have what I think I told you this story once, but I. You know, when I the other thing I would love to do is if I had a job interview mm-hmm. or a job offer, I would not I would always say, give me two weeks to think about it. Yeah. And then I would interview. I would go through a flurry of more interviews. And when you interview with when you already have an offer in your back pocket, like the level, especially me, the level of confidence I would mm-hmm. have and like <laughs> what I would be comfortable saying in right. that interview. <laughs> so, I'm for this database administrator job. I just moved to Chicago and they're like, okay, well, uh, and, and most of the offer I had was downtown, but this place is, they're like, okay, well, uh, you're going to do, you know, a corporate's out in the suburbs. That's about 45 minute drive. Um, you know, does that, does that change your, um, your salary expectations at all? And I go, yeah, sounds like you're going to have to hire me a driver. <laughs> hire me a driver. They, were, they were so taken aback by that. Not just a car, but a driver. Right. <laughs> yeah, because I don't trust me with a car. I don't, I don't want just a company car. What am I going to do with that? I'm going to be hammered. Where am I going to park it? I mean, uh, don't right. bring, don't introduce problems into my life, okay? Introduce <laughs> solutions. <laughs> So what do they say when you oh, ask for the driver? Do you know it was great? They, uh, they. What's funny is when they they, they can't they, say no. I was they, just going to say they probably don't even. They, like, they probably even know what the answer to that is. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I, have to, like, I get I'll a lot of some like, people. I guess. I also get a lot of. We're going to have to get back to you on that. You know, a lot of the stuff I say. So they they did left. They did leave me a voicemail saying a driver was a non-option, but they (laughs) did increase the salary by 20 grand. So they tried to see that by saying something ridiculous, you at least get this, you know, uh, half attempt at a compromise. They expect you to get a car with that 20 grand, I imagine. Yes. (laughs) Which you also said was a (laughs) no go. (laughs) I did not return their call. I love that. You're you're bringing me more problems with all that. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's great. Well, um speaking yeah, we of want, that, yeah, we want to talk about it because we have the experts at this. Uh right. the Potterball sisters, two of our favorites, two of our, our favorite comics, our favorite people to drink with. They were yep. longtime co-producers of the live show when mm-hmm. they lived in Chicago. And it would be great because I'd always be like, Hey, can you uh can you host tonight? Uh, you know, something's coming on with me where I got to come in late. And they, yeah. they, it would always be like, we can't host. We can perform, but we can't host because we are mascots for a banjo convention <laughs> in Wheaton. <laughs> We're going, like they would always just have <laughs> right. the craziest yeah, jobs, yeah, yeah. you know. Tiffany, Danielle, Putterball. They have all those have like a, they ran like a costume store, too, or something in Chicago. At one That's point. true. They ran it. They worked at, it was an actual it. costume store, not a Halloween store. And yeah, because like it was like they were very that was a very important distinction. For they them. looked down upon Halloween. Yeah, stores, we are not some Johnny sure. come lately, right. uh, <laughs> you know, seasonal <laughs> Halloween store. Yeah. So uh, they they would and they would put these costumes to good use, and they'd always have some ridiculous, like some kind of mascot story that never be all over the place. And uh, they have plenty of stories for that. So without further ado, let's get into it. The Putterball Sisters, some of our favorites, with their stories about dead end jobs. 
All right, are we having a good time, you guys? Who feels like they're in college? We're gonna make it feel like college if you guys don't already feel like this is college, okay? So, um, I don't know if you guys drink the way that these two Judy Garlands drink and not not the Wizard of Oz Judy Garland, you know? The cross-eyed pill Judy Garland. Yeah, Um, the pill factory Judy Garland. Right, right. But you're like, gals, it's been a long week at Groupon, you know? We deserve like one blue moon, you know? One blue moon, I'm out of here. Just one glass of white Zinfandel and I am out, you know? And then you get as drunk as someone in the Civil War that's about to get their leg cut off from having too much gangrene. Yeah. Uh, And you have these nights, uh, I think probably just a little too often where you're like, man, you call your gal pals and you're like, everybody was so fucked up last night, right? And they're like, no, that was just you. Uh, and you're at Family Dollar right now. Uh, get out of there. Yeah. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, wow. So that's what 64 is going to look like. Yeah. Good. Yeah, Got sometimes if you're going. so hungover, makeup isn't going to do it. Like, is, it's just like, does anybody have any clay I could put on my face? You know? Is there just like a clay aching mask I could wear to the office? You know? uh, is there like just a, a CVS Halloween witch mask I could take to the office with me today? You know? Um, to give you an example, this is what we did last weekend. We did some shows in We Pittsburgh. did some road shows slash benders. benders. You know? Um, where you can black out in other towns and nobody needs to know. Right, because you you're know? like, we got a blackout now. We're in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Pittsburgh's got to know about us. Uh, we went to a five-star restaurant uh, where we sat down. We were going to drive the rest of the way home. I had one sip of whiskey and said, why don't we not drive the rest of the way home and spend about $700 at this fancy restaurant on in Cleveland? So all of us were like, you know what? Let's not get past the first cocktail. Let's all just call off work tomorrow. And we literally just got got on our phones like, uh, yep, just not going to make it. In Cleveland, Ohio, yeah. yeah. Couldn't uh, possibly make it in. Somebody went ahead and puked in the bathroom. Maybe it was me and then didn't flush the toilet and then walked back and was like, I'm fine. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, the other sister, because luckily when there's two accidents, they come together. You know Yeah, multiply I mean? life by the power of two accidents. Uh, yes, I blacked out real hard at a karaoke bar and then of course did a performance, which is nice. It's really, it's a really good thing. Then she fell asleep at the bar and I carried her out and then she, her legs went like robots and just didn't move and I had to, to scarecrow carry her all the way out of the bar. You know, the old Civil War legs. They you just know. give out on you sometimes. So who has ever, we're going to tell a story um, about us going on a plane to get to a wedding. Okay, who else uh, is like... Okay, you know what? We can go out and drink tonight because all I have to do tomorrow is get on the plane. Like, who else has yep. done that? It's when, a great theory. When, yeah. When it's literally, amazing, yes, it's an amazing theory. It's a great theory. Yeah. Yeah, let's start partying. All, all we have, have to, to do, do is get on the plane. Get on the plane but, and put on a dress and go to the wedding. That's yeah. all you I have to do. You don't think about, like, the luggage, the check-in, the security. The, the talking to the humans. Uh, just all the cops. Like, all of the different variations of So we went ahead and drank until 4 a.m. Our flight was at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got home and did some drunk packing. I don't know if you guys have ever done drunk packing. This is what I brought to my cousin's wedding with all of my family to wear. I brought a prom dress. I brought cowboy boots. Cowboy boots. A prom dress, cowboy boots, a gold cape, and a lion mask. (laughs) 
Yeah, don't worry about that's the makeup. It. I didn't bring pajamas. I didn't bring a bra. I didn't bring, you know, anything else to wear to be in front of your whole entire family. Yeah, just a nice wedding family. You know, do you need a cape at the wedding? Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? First things first. Yeah. You're getting married, I have a cake. Thank you. So what happened during the drug, we are actually real life sisters. And so we also are uh, pretty, we're pretty Italian. Uh, like I'm so Italian, my bush grows mastitrolli. And um, what happens in a level of drinking is that there's this thing that happens where you're like, oh girl, what? Are you about to disrespect me? And then, I don't think you just disrespected oh, me. No, Did no, you just no, call girl. me a bitch? No, I didn't say you were a bitch. I said the qualifications that you are exuding right now are that of a bitch. Oh, I didn't call you a cunt. I said there's some things about you that resemble everything that is a cunt. Yeah. So we were doing this while trying to throw cowboy boots in into a bag to suitcases. Uh, got to the airport somehow. Um, luckily, the first thing we saw, Dennis Rodman was there. <laughs> Uh, Dennis Rodman. Guess who was drunker than we were? Dennis Rodman. He was with like um, a girl that was like if Yugoslavia had a Forever 21. Yeah. Uh, and so he was like, I mean, he. We were all also we were all riding Spirit Airlines, which I don't know if we've ever tells you Spirit Airlines. It's the Greyhound of the air. Yeah. Like literally, they should have a slogan that's just like Spirit Airlines. If you make it. That's great. Uh, we can't guarantee anything, but the cool, we'll try. We'll try our hardest. Uh, we lost the pilot, went on Craigslist, found a 13-year-old boy. I don't know. We'll see if we get to Denver. Good luck. So we all are, uh, you know, get boarding the plane. Dennis Rodman's his ass is hanging out of his pants. Uh, yeah. He's getting he he's getting jiggy with it. Yeah. So he he boards the plane, um, which. I, well, you, I well think before we board the plane, you have to go through the security. Right. And you have to take your shoes off. Right. But it's hard to take your shoes off when you can't walk. Right. The old Civil War legs. Uh, so my sister, my sister just goes, Ugh. and they were like, you're going to have to take your shoes off, man. And she goes, what? And they're like, you're going to have to take your shoes off. And she goes, ah, I can't even do it. Help me. Pull off. So uh, she's laying on the floor and uh, her eyes are down, crossed in two different directions. And I'm pulling off of her boots and they're like, are you, is this, are you? I was like, we're is, she's fine. She's, it's okay. Uh, get the boots off, Dennis Rodman's there. Right, right, We let him right, go ahead of right, us. Right, right, Clearly. Get on the plane. You guys ever wonder if anybody uses a sick bag? I use the sick bag. You know, you ever are like, what's that for? Like coffee or bath beads or like, am I supposed to puke in that? I don't know. Um, and then we start to take off and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm about to puke. I'm about to puke all over myself in the Spirit Airlines plane. Okay, and then I just, you know, take it out, uh, puke in the sick bag. Luckily, um, luckily there was a couple passengers beside me. The and guy said, uh, can we get these girls some water? Yep, obviously. Cut, cut to wedding. Here's where the things get interesting. My, my small bipolar dad gets involved, okay? Right. Luckily, he also is a fun drinker. 
the bartender says to me, this guy keeps coming up to the bar. It's this tiny guy keeps coming up to the bar. This real tiny guy. This tiny guy keeps coming up to the bar ordering Jack Daniels, Red Bull, tequila, and vodka. And I said, that tiny guy's my dad. Yeah. And then the tiny guy, who's my dad, also when we go back to the, the hotel, like the like, come on, the wedding party, let's all go back. He's just like booty dancing with the bridesmaid. Uh, in the yeah, I know. And all of the women are like, oh my god, that guy's booty dancing. And he goes, well, if you're if you're gonna bring kids to a wedding, you shouldn't have brought your kids to a wedding. Why are they bringing kids to a wedding? And I go, Dad, those kids are the flower girls. Uh, that's why the kids are at the wedding. Um, you know, accidents happen. Uh, my dad starts robot dancing. A guy in a wheelchair looks at my dad and says, he's crushing it. Uh, <laughs> uh, then cut to what happened with the guy in the wheelchair. My sister hooked up with him. It's fine. It is. It's You're okay. an alternative girl. I'm alternative. I'm free spirited. I like free spirit airlines. Yeah. Um, and if you don't, and maybe just get, maybe just, Maybe just Maybe get, get to, to the, the closer. End. Okay, the closer the big is... Closer. The big closer is uh, wore the cape at the wedding, wore the prom dress, the cowboy boots were on, the photos were bad. Um, <laughs> the, the guy in the wheelchair was Only blown. photos of me or just pictures of me sitting on a guy in a wheelchair's lap? That's the only photos from my cousin's wedding. At all. That's it. Um... And the next day, before we left, uh, I puked for maybe 12 straight hours. You did, she needed, like, uh, like Clara Barton to help her. Like, she just had, she had rags all over her face. She's like, oh, it's not okay. We were like, okay. She's like, it's not okay. Me and my dad were just laughing at her. And guess what happened? I pooped myself. <laughs> she I puked, was literally... I puked so hard, I pooped myself. You know what I mean? I was like, you are... <laughs> And she goes, it's not funny. I said, oh, no. It is funny. Oh, it's funny. It's actually the funniest, I, so, I think. In conclusion, bring a cape to a wedding, yep. and you'll fall in love. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We're back in Blackout Diaries, and those. We're the amazing Potterball sisters, the rutabagers themselves, <laughs> Tiffany and Danielle Potterball, with a great traveling and wedding story. The, the two Judy Garlands, as they call themselves. <laughs> ah, here we go. And we have them, long time friends. How are we doing, yeah. Potters? Ah, pretty good. Pretty good. Living the LA dream. As yeah, living the life. Living mm. the life. Living the life. Living in um a place where uh I think I can afford. And, okay. um, and I, and you know what jokes on me? Cause I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> that was also a uh, show you two girls did back in Chicago. Jokes on me. It was, at the, it was, um, the, uh, <laughs> so, uh, me, no, it was that jokes and notes. It was at jokes and notes. Right. <laughs> jokes on me. It's about where we bombed at jokes and notes. And it's called jokes on me. <laughs> jokes don't on try, me. Right, don't try jokes to joke on me. <laughs> yeah, jokes on me, and then nobody liked the the show, and that was the that was the prank. That was fantastic. Now, you guys are from Ohio, right? Because yeah, that's where that story takes place. You went back to Cleveland, is it? And then you, you hung out there for seven hours for some reason. Uh, yeah. I mean, anytime you go to Ohio, you're like, oh, and then you get trapped there for seven. Yeah, hours, you know, you get and it's in. usually yeah, you get you get locked. Um, it's usually at a Ruby Tuesdays. Maybe it's at a, a Bob Evans. Maybe it's at you're landlocked. You know, yeah. Yeah. We are from Ohio. 
the beautiful, beautiful Columbus, Ohio. Great Gorgeous. city. Yeah, great this time of year. Great this time of year. It's a really good place to day drink or think about killing yourself. Any of any of those things, you know what I mean? Just, <laughs> everybody's always like Columbus. People are always like Columbus. That's nice though, and I'm like, in comparison to what? Like Zaytoven or Toledo? Yeah. 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 <laughs> In comparison yeah. to Lima, yeah, right. yeah. As, as Zanesville, sure. Now, are you um, chilla coffee? Was that that was a family wedding, right? That you were yes. you were heading uh, to, yes. and, and My uh, are your family weddings pretty crazy? Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like if people in Ohio like to people in the Midwest in general like to drink pretty sure. hard, and mm-hmm. I think I think weddings is when everybody's like. Let's show them what a big piece of shit we are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's like. <laughs> but everybody's think, kind of trying to not be pieces of shit because you're wearing yeah, suits you're like, and dresses. Yeah, you're like wearing a gown, but you're yes. a piece of shit. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. let's let's pretend like I'm not wasted in this gown. You know, the diff- and, uh, it's, it's great. The difference between going out to the wedding and like you're looking at your best to like three hours later where you just like you hit a bomb oh yeah and ripped apart. like you know it's just like like a zombie movie or something but informal clothing just ripped apart i've always <laughs> said like that that has to be the scariest thing for a bartender to see is just a wedding party coming in like after the reception has ended so they've been drinking at an open bar they have like this huge sense of entitlement they think every mm-hmm. you know they're the most Im- important people in the world and so on yeah oh gosh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah open I mean, bars Tiff make you Sorry, open bars make you feel like you really got to get your money's worth too. And I feel yeah. like, uh, <laughs> I feel like my family's always trying to be like, oh, I got to get as much as we can in here. Got to, got to get what we paid for. Yeah, absolutely. Bar, Sean, you know? Sean has a thing called Operation Stockpile during the last half hour. You know where you, uh, you stockpile the stockpile all the uh, drinks on separate tables and bathrooms, hidden, hidden like in different rooms because you can't gather. Yeah, I'm like them a squirrel with nuts. You got to you know hide them I mean? so the bartenders don't recognize <laughs> what you're doing. Oh, nice, nice method. That's a note. That's what they call the Ohio Steel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. We traveled to uh, Tiff and I. Uh, when we go to places with my dad, like family weddings, we all try and act like we get along by getting hammered. Um, Cause that's one thing we, we had in common was, Hey, let's at least drink together. And it turns hey, if, out, um, if you're not, that's in, not, if you're always... not in therapy, just, just drink about it with your family. You know sure. what I mean? If you, yeah. that's, the, that's the real Ohio steel. That's the Ohio steel. Yeah, it's, it is. Does, it doesn't really solve much, but that is, that's how we, tra- that's how we roll. That's how we travel. I'll bet you if you did a study, I'll bet you like the average price of a six pack is like inversely proportional to how expensive therapy is in a given state. Like in other words, the more expensive therapy is the cheaper right. beer, is, you know, and like, that's just, like Wisconsin, Ohio, that's just how they solve it. You know? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Ohio- Ohio, you just, all the dads had like kegerators in their garage yeah. and it'd be like, Hey, we're going to go. This is what dads do. They go to the garage and they drink. And that's, <laughs> I feel like that's what Ohio dads do. They're like, yeah. I don't want to be around my kids. You got to get to mm-hmm. the garage to get to work on stuff. A lot of, yeah. A lot there was always friends. like, there was always a dad task. They'd be like, I got to go mow the lawn. And then they, you'd like, you're, they you're, just go get hammered in the garage. Yeah, like all of- my friends, a <laughs> lot, lot of dad tasks, you know? a lot of projects. A lot of yeah, I gotta, I gotta go check on something. I gotta yeah. go check on something. I'll be back in seven or eight beers. Working I gotta, on a project. I gotta check on it. 
but also you know that uh ohio and midwest the beer is um like 15 cents uh it's 15 cents you can drink 79 bud lights wow um, for 15 one- cents <laughs> well, things are going good back there. i think i think yeah. hams i think hams have not been touched by inflation i'm pretty sure hams are still 32 <laughs> cents <laughs> yep <laughs> recession proof hams hams and prostitution always come through the longest funny fact fact about hams is i found out that i'm allergic to hams um, mm. because one time I drank so many hams that my entire eyes swelled shut. Yeah, and I see. said, <laughs> I don't know if that's, yeah, see, I question, really I, question if, yeah, I question if you're allergic to it because <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could have just been wasted. You know right, what I mean? I mean yeah. I had a bit of alcohol poisoning. I had yeah. half a chest. I had half a chest of hams, and I started <laughs> noticing a mark. No, Tiff did drink through. Tiff drank through her I gluten did. allergy. <laughs> Tiff drank through her gluten allergy through all of Chicago, and uh, you know people no, are just pretty is, much that's like the Ohio. That's the Ohio, the Midwest way. Is I my friends that were drinking with me, I was like. I don't know. I don't feel so good. You guys, something's wrong. And yeah. my, fr- my friend was like, let's try to just put some Vaseline on it. So he put a lot of Vaseline. <laughs> See, he had also drank a pallet of hams. Yeah. And we were like, we had both drank a pallet of hams and we just put Vaseline on my eyes. And That's I was like, such a great image. I was like, I can't see, but I'm. Not. He was like, you can keep drinking though. And I was like, you're right. I can keep drinking as long as I can keep drinking. Right. Patch it up. Start with it. What I do like about the story, too, is like you when you're flying, because we relate to the thing of uh, when like when your only responsibility is just to get on a plane, you know, so I, yeah. yeah, that's how you preface the story. I got fucked up because I just need to get on a plane tomorrow. Nobody you're moving cargo. But you actually yeah. did that for going to where you're going. You arrived hot like that. Usually, yeah, that's, yeah. usually that's reserved yeah. for going. Usually that's reserved for going home. Like, no, all right, no, I just no. got to make my flight home and I'm good. Like, I just got to make my no, flight we did there. It. We did it and then you're coming in. We yeah. did it reverse. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Before well, you take have... off, and Danielle's already hitting the uh, the the bag, the vomit bag on the front seat, which is amazing, by the way. So, like, because when you said you you yeah. vomit bag, I didn't know that actually was a thing. I just thought it was hit I mean, the vomit bag. Oh my gosh, this is also we're talking. Yeah, she filled it right. She filled it right to the top to the top, and I feel I feel it was like an early flight too. It was like not right. a time where yeah, it was like a base. A basic like well, noon, also, noon flight. It, you know it's, what I mean? it's, yeah. it, it, it's supposed to be for after you take off too. It's supposed to be <laughs> nauseous, like you know, because you're airsick, not just because you're hungover sitting on the, on the we runway. Got factors. We got big. We got two big hot factors coming at you. We got one. I was living in Chicago doing comedy. I had literally probably just done your average Tuesday show, and sure. as you know, that means like, oh my Black gosh, I've 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 got to get hammered till five. Uh, yes. I got to hit. It's your average. Tuesday, got it. I got to hit the not the one, but the two. The well, not only is it not, not, not then, is it just as, not only is it Chicago uh, drinking the shows or you know hard uh, core like, every night, late night, but your place, the Putter Boss place, was legendary for being like the yeah. after after hours place. You guys lived where uh, can, uh, Candyman used to live, I think. And the uh, yeah, <laughs> just, just, you look like in the scariest neighborhood up in his building. And but yeah. it was even scarier what happened inside your apartment than anything. That's why we feel you felt, you felt completely safe because when people go, oh, you're going up, you're going up to see those those twins. All right. We'll let you go. We know <laughs> we, we they, yeah, they called you twins. We lived, we lived in Humboldt Park. Not yeah, when it was right. Like no, 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 I'm just joking. It was just scary because it was no, three in the morning. It was definitely more terrifying what happened inside there. Let us yeah. do whatever we wanted because we were like, 
we, we don't have any guns. We are just going to get blacked out on this roof. And they just yeah. like, carry on. All right. We just have an apartment full of wigs and costumes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they would not. It was the best. They did and not they, mess with us. They, there really was, was a party one time. We, we had Daniel, a party on was, our roof. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, Were I was you, just going to ask what the second fact you said we had you, oh, uh, two okay. hot factors coming Thank in. Thank you. Hawaii. Two hot factors. Uh, yeah. First, of course, I was uh, raging out doing two raging out hard on a Tuesday, just in generally doing comedy. Not right. not second. I was prepping to see my dad. And so yeah. I think mm. I was also just that's gonna sort be of a hard get, drink. That's going yeah. to be a hard drink. Tiff yeah. knows that's going to that's going to be a stiff one, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm doing, I was doing a hard hitting. I was probably just literally at Ohulahi's on a Tuesday doing right. a hard, a hard show. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. I, was, I was doing that. I was doing that prepping to see my tiny dad stuff. Tina, tiny your dad, dad is an extremely small man. Now we love, we love your dad. Obviously we have a different opinion than someone who wasn't raised by him, but um... sure, sure. it's going sure, to sure, you know sure. be, you know what? It's going to be different. It's going to be different on your end. You sure. know what I mean? So we don't, want, we don't want to open any wounds, but from, from afar, he's open hilarious. Away. Yeah. And tiny and fun. He loves As drinking. Tiny Italian man. He's the, I yeah. mean, he's, he's right yeah. up. Uh, he, yeah. He, yeah. He, he maybe has the, loves- the, the best line I've ever heard at a blackout diaries live show i don't know if i told you this uh but when we did we did a show in columbus uh-huh. and uh the show was very good uh uh everyone the wheels kind of fell apart in the after party but um the show itself was good and it's like sold out and your, your dad i don't know if he just came from a job from like as a painter he was in a weird outfit like he had yeah. uh like those tour de france hats on <laughs> and like a sleeveless shirt and i just look over and I'm off stage while somebody's talking and he just, he's holding a beer. He just goes to me, he goes, it's America's ball game. <laughs> what? I don't yeah, know. No. Well, you never know what the putter balls are. Yeah. They're in costume. Are they in character? What's going on? Is he doing a Mario cosplay? You yeah. know, his- the thing is, the thing is, he says stuff like that and he expects you to know what he's talking about. You know what I mean? To it's this America's day. America's ball game. I love it's it. It's America's ball game. The other day he said to me, COVID. We don't have that stuff in Ohio. You guys still have that in LA? Yeah, and I was right? like, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Around, they don't, sure. they don't, they don't have it. They don't have it in Ohio. They, they never did. They, it, it was it was it was like it was like a it was like a three week period where they had it. Yeah, they didn't. Well, the Catholics they didn't have it. it. The Ohioans didn't yeah. have it. It's very yeah. interesting how it, it avoided is. these it is. huge it's swaths. It's really funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just didn't. It, lucky for him, he lived in a place where they didn't have it. You know, like, <laughs> I, I, my, yeah, it is. I. My, I, I just have. talked to my dad yeah. on his. I just talked to my dad on his seventy fifth birthday, and my dad has this obsession with talking to me about his will. And I, uh, my dad, my dad, it's goes, real fun. He's he goes, Danielle, Danielle. He goes, Danielle, Danielle. <laughs> I, while I got you, while I got you on the horn here. No, he's completely fine. He's uh, not he's in the mind. He's completely like, fine. He's fine. He's fine. But he was like, while I got you on the horn here, I got to tell you about. Now, do you know what <laughs> TOD means? TOD in the will. I said, no, I haven't heard that one. He goes, transfer on death. That's transfer on death. So when I die, that it all goes to you. And I was like, Dad, I would not want to be talking to you on your birthday that you are not talking about your will. You know, <laughs> just got to get it out of the way. Wow. He's so you always- got TOD. Don't tell Tiff. It's not <laughs> Tiff or Danielle. TOD. TOD. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why we're talking about this. It is America's ball game. Oh, yeah. But happy he birthday, always- Dad. He's-, he's also asking me all the time, like, do you want to be buried in the crypt with me? Because I can buy you a plot in the crypt. <laughs> I got a good deal. Uh, He's got a good deal on a plot. I got a, I got a good deal on a plot. And I'm like, 
I don't want to be with you right now. I don't want to be with you at this very moment. So no, I don't want to. I don't want to spend eternity in, a in Dayton. With you. It's, it's in Dayton. Yeah. It's it's hot. It, that's that's also in Dayton. Yeah, if I die, you guys don't right. don't put me in a crypt with my dad in Dayton. You know, don't what I mean? put me in sounds... Dayton. Don't bury me in Dayton. Is all is all I ask. <laughs> That's my the great world. autobiography <laughs> yeah, title. <right. laughs> um, you know the the other thing. You know, you guys, uh, you were always on the live show uh, back in Chicago, uh, and I always loved hearing your stories. And the other thing I always really respected about you, you you both always had jobs, and you were either. <laughs> Like coming from or going to the jobs. It's surprising. Yeah, and no, no matter how much you were drinking, you were always like, and, but it was always a new job and it was always a weird job. What are like some of the jobs you remember from back then? I mean, Danielle, one that strikes out to me is like, you, you talked about it a few times on stage. You were, I was trying to explain this to someone the other day. You were like a, an elf <laughs> cop or something like that in Navy Pier. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. this is good. This is good. This is good stuff. Um, it was, uh, during the winter wonder fest at Navy mm-hmm. pier and Navy pier to, to all you listeners is it was one time a pier. And now it's like where moms buy overpriced popcorn with their kids. Yes. <laughs> and, um, they had a winter wonder fest and then they needed some actors, uh, some improvisers coming yeah. in. And so I was a, I was paid to be a mistletoe, which was an acapella Christmas singer. <laughs> okay. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah crush that one and then yeah. i was paid to be a holiday cop which was a cop um basically doing like walk around characters where you handed out tickets to moms that didn't have enough holiday cheer okay <laughs> and kids yeah. i hope too and kids yeah all right all right if they and were kid, smiling and, or something did yeah, you wear an actual cop outfit or were you oh. an elf outfit yeah, no. she wore a great. Oh, I wore an old navy. I wore an old navy cargo pants, and they gave me like an oversized Michael's Crafts like star vest, yes. and then like one hat <laughs> and like a, a hat that was like maybe a party city security guard, and that was I was the only girl, and so I would have to knock on the guys' um yeah dressing funny. rooms, and I was like, hey, uh, can I get your guys' holiday cop pants? And then I would have to like change into their <laughs> holiday co- cargo pants. Yeah, no, I was just gonna yeah, say. I had to share, I had to share the pants. pants. I had to share the pants with the with the you other holiday they could cups. Spring for for everybody having their own <laughs> pair of slacks. I got, no. to sh- I got to I got to share them. I got to share them with the other improvisers in Chicago. Yeah, that sounds and- extremely unhot. <laughs> <laughs> And um, and I went around and I we were basically just like fucking with these people. And I would I would be like, ma'am, excuse me. Um, <laughs> it looks like you are not uh, experiencing enough tiding of comfort and joy. Uh, and right. then you would write you would write these slips and these moms would be like, do I have to do I have to turn this in or or what or what is this? And I I'm was afraid just, you do, ma'am. It's right yeah. next to Cook County. Uh, yeah. I'm afraid you do, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah. And I, it was the, the fun, the funny, the funny part was not even also the holiday copping. Um, I had to, because it was with a, some, it was something, so something happened that I had to take a drug test for this. Mm-hmm. There was a drug test because it was Navy pier. It was through. Well, what, and you're, in, you're in law enforcement now. So yeah, yeah. you can't just, you, gotta t- you can't just, right. you can't just wear other improvisers pants without. We, no, no, no. Cargo shorts. Can't have a, shorts d- can't baby, have a, you know how expensive those are. You have a dirty holiday cop on our hands here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was something about the uh, whoever was in uh, uh, the whatever oh uh, we had to take the point is i had to take a weed test to okay, see okay. if i could be a holiday cop they're called and they're I, called drug tests 
Mine was a specific test, right? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Speed uppers, that's all fine. That helps. <laughs> Just a weed. Just a weed <laughs> test. The NBA or something. Um, and I, I drank so much. Um, I drank. I had drank so much, like of that weird water beds and stuff. Get the weed. Get the weed out of your system, juice. Mm -hmm. um to try and because I of course I was like you guys I'm a holiday cop and a mistletoe so of course I'm smoking weed you know (laughs) right of course Uh, I I feel like they test uh, they test you just to make sure you are on weed all right we want to (laughs) make we don't trust anyone frankly we don't trust anyone who's not smoking weed takes his job you're asking me to share improvisers pants I am currently really hot yeah of course yes pants Yeah, I had uh, I had passed. They were like, oh, you you had not. um, It came back inconclusive. And Mm -hmm. they told me that I had not passed my holiday cop weed test. And then they let me they hired me anyway. Of course. (laughs) course. (laughs) They just wanted to make sure you were already up and up. Now, Tiff, before we go, I'm looking at my notes here that your uh, management sent over before the uh, interview. Great, and, great. Uh, yep, and uh, it says the word pickle written on a piece of paper. I'll show it to oh, you. Oh, okay. There. Well, yeah, pickle. Now, what, what what is the story now? Now, that this happened here in Los Angeles, which I, I love to see. When you uh, first came over here to Los Angeles, like it's always funny when Chicago people move to L.A. They're just not ready for this kind of drinking that comes on. And put in the Putterville House did not disappoint. It became like the spot. So I'm glad that this continued on in Los Angeles. Anyway, I'm stopping pickle. Go ahead. Okay, so here <laughs> that was a lot. I was just uh, getting, I was so getting excited. The news, for the news <laughs> okay, the, the news of the pickle. Um, so people here in LA, I guess, knew the news of the holiday cop, and I guess I'm the kind of person that you would contact <laughs> if you wanted to get a pickle. And I also make costumes, and that's what mm. I do yes, out do. here in LA. So somebody emailed me, and it was a friend. And I won't disclose the friend, but they said, this is, this is what I see Tiff doing. And they said, I get an email from a a cheery email from a gal that's like, this is NBC studios. We want to know, can you be the pickle for the pickleball contest? And I was like, oh, you want me to like make a pickle? I can make a pickle contest, a costume. And let me see what that is. And she was like, no, no, no. We've heard that you're incredible with mascot work. And we'd love you to be the pickle live on TV. And I was like, um, what is the pickle entail and she goes well we hear you've got a lot of classic pickle stuff so we asked <laughs> we would we just want you to do um basically mario lopez a lot of big celebrities are going to mm-hmm. come on and they're going to play pickleball and then in the middle of them playing pickleball you come out you do three to four minutes of your pickle stuff and your, i was like your classic um, pickle stuff <laughs> classic pickle i stuff. mean you, you you do your dill do your chips you do, your yeah. So they want me to come in a costume on the field and be like, I was like, I was like, how much does this pay? And they wouldn't tell me how much it paid. And I was like, okay, this is, um, I was like, okay. Another question. Can I really accept a pickle job where I'm on TV in a pickle being like, Hey, Mario Lopez, here's me and my pickle stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm doing three to four minutes of pickle bits. And then they (laughs) said, this is great. They said, yeah. Um, well, you can, uh, 
I, I said, is it going to be an open face pickle or is it going to be a closed face pickle? Uh, <laughs> like because, a gasket. Yeah. Is it, is it a spear? <laughs> yeah, <because I> was <laughs> like, Which I, career are we burying? Because here's the thing. If I'm going on stage on TV with Mario Lopez in a closed face pickle, maybe I'll do it. You know, right. yeah. if, I, if I'm going on stage and my TV credit in LA is I'm an open face pickle, yeah. Um, and they were like, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's an open face pickle. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to come on stage and be an open face pickle. And no, I think right. what they I think what they wanted was like a young, like 20 something improviser to be like, hey, guys, it's yeah. me out here doing my pickle stuff. And like what yeah. they were going to get was like a 40 something open face pickle being like, oh, <laughs> oh can man. we smoke in here? <laughs> Why is this? this is a <laughs> This is Mario Lopez doing his pickle stuff. Why is this pickle <laughs> um, so depressing? <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't understand why this person was like, you know who I've got and you have to audition her. Mm-hmm. Tiff would be the per- perfect person for this pickle job. I've never done, um, I've, she was like, I've never done pickle stuff. I've never yeah. played pickleball. No. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about Mario Lopez. I don't, I'm not athletic. I'm not in shape at all. Um, I, I don't know how to be a mascot, any of this stuff. And then, so I just kept emailing her, like, how much does it pay? And she wouldn't tell me how much it paid. And then she got back to me and was like, you waited too long. And I'm so sorry to tell you this. I don't know how to say it. The pickle's been cast by someone else. And uh, I was like, okay, okay. You split the pickle. She never told you how much it paid? No, I'm assuming probably not a lot, but. Um, so I think you were going to get a free pickle gig. I think that's yeah, what it was. I mean, yeah. yeah, it sounds like that somebody who didn't ask the right pickle questions. Uh, got yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Has this aired yet? Has this pickle aired yet? I want to see who got who took it, this pickle. It gig. is. It is. Um, uh, a, a guy who looked like he was like, "Hey guys, check out the pickle." That kind of. Mm-hmm. He looked. He looked like that. Um, how was how was his pickle material? Uh, I did, you know, I didn't. Check it. Know. I, he, did, I, he did not have three to four minutes of classic pickle stuff. Let's <laughs> say that. Much. Well, you get what you pay for when it comes to pickle, and then uh, <laughs> he did not have three to four minutes of classic classic pickle stuff. Did yeah, not happen. Oh, man. oh well, that's man. perfect. Well, thank you, Potter Buzz, for joining us here on the Blackout Dives, going through the thank gauntlet so of much. Ohio pickles, cheer cops. I think a holiday cheer, but you get a, but you get excited for not having enough. holiday. I kind of want to just like do that. I just want to go to Navy pier and pretend to be, cause you know, like, it's not like, you know, impersonating an actual cop is illegal, but impersonating a holiday (laughs) cop, I'm sure there's no law on the, there's no stolen valor when it comes to holiday. <laughs> yeah, and you could hopefully, Sean. I hope in the next in the next year you could share uh, cargo pants from Old Navy with an improviser too, if you get that gig. <laughs> that's what we that's the dream out here. <laughs> Do you guys have any shows or anything you want to plug uh, to our listeners before you leave? Costume pickles, anything? Costume, costume pickles. pickles. Um, Check us out on the web. We have a show yeah. called Cutterball Show. I don't yes. know when the next one's going to be, but we'll, we'll, you'll hear about it on the web. Yes. And you, and you guys still running the show at Akbar as well? Or no? I'm talking on school. Um, you're yeah, talking are, in but, school. But I think, school, uh, but probably not until the summer because the bears in space like to do a lot of pumping at Akbar because it is a popular <laughs> gay bar. And turns bears out, actually in a space. Night. <laughs> that's an actual space. dance night. That I, I know. Have. <laughs> 
They That's care. I they care love a lot. Your guys's life, I love. Yeah, no, it is, it... <laughs> the phrases that I hear from you. <laughs> the, uh, the thing I was going to plug for the web because it's more. the web. Right. The, well, not everybody. Nobody from this podcast is probably getting to Akbar. Um, if, in in specifically LA, I hope that you do. They might. They might go to not? We have a few. We have a few cocaine bears ourselves that listen. That might go to yeah. bear. See our cops. We have people. Yeah. I, I was just gonna say we made uh right we made something on YouTube called Kitchen Women. It's a a web series. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Everything you guys do online is great. All the all the old all, when you when you when you you make fun of the old gals. The old yeah, stuff. the real estate <laughs> agent. The real estate agent is a great real character. Agent, it's it's all anytime, anytime you get those Potterballs and Fifty Housewives gear, you, you you're gonna have fun. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on us. You know the show. Jokes on <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Jokes on us. <laughs> well, thank you, Tiff and Danielle. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Yeah, Good talking to you guys. You. Awesome. And we're back here in the Blackout Diaries. That was the amazing Putterball sisters, the Rutabagers, <laughs> Tiffany and Danielle, our favorites. With uh, they always have, I've never even heard that uh, pickle story. That was an LA, LA. Version. Oh, that's hilarious! So that's what hilarious. I mean, <laughs> but they're, all, they're It's funny that I can see. I can see why they're mad that their friends would suggest them for that. You know, there are people that have jobs, you know, like good yeah, work exactly. jobs. Like, yeah. and, they're, and they're like the Mikey of life cereal kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Ah, don't do I'll it. send it to Tiff. She'll, yeah. She'd love to be a pickle. <laughs> right. And do pickle yeah. bits. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're cashing a six-figure job. I know. <laughs> in charge of person purchasing, you know, at Universal Studios or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> but they are the best. They have those gigs and um I was thinking, Sean, um, you've got in the intro, you're talking about the uh, your job interview process of being hung over. Yes. You know? I was mm-hmm. never good at job interviews. So, and I, for some reason, I, I, I when I went through a bunch of jobs early on, it was all restaurant jobs and all like uh, even like just just bad ones like Boston Market, fast yeah. food, just really all just like and I spent through a bunch of them, you know. And I had a famed one at uh, Chi Chi's, I remember, and I did had a bad Chi Chi's, a famed uh. Old Mexican restaurant, yeah, yeah Mexican, Mexican fried ice chain. Ice cream. Mexican, they yep, they do fried ice yeah. cream. People definitely ask you for that. Don't don't get that by insider tip. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a bad job interview. I was never good with the job interviews, but I I had like I have that blunt honesty that you had, but but not in a good mm-hmm. way. You know, turn it down. Which which I love the the the, the interview was like okay. He's trying to give me situations. Yeah. Now. A table, a couple sits down. Your section sits down. What's your first thing? What do you want to do? And I'm like, and I start thinking like how I am like when I sit down. I'm like, well, what last... would CJ Sullivan, the customer, right. like CJ, the <laughs> customer, want? And, and I, I personally, I could have renovated, you know, renovated the entire restaurant business if they do take my <laughs> style. If, they, if everyone was so concerned with money and they wanted, yeah. you, know, you know, and I'm like, well, the last thing I want to do is, you know, is it's come right up on them. And, and and rush them, you know what I mean? I don't want to. I don't want to and, and bother them. I like to ease yeah. into it, maybe you know, go around, let them just get settled in. Come around five minutes later, like yeah, like yeah, no, that's that's not what we want to do. So, like we were trying we to want to flip the tables real yeah. quickly. We're yeah. trying to get this flip. We're trying to get them served. We're trying to get them in. We're trying to get them out of there. I'm like oh no, no, I don't want to bother yeah. them with the whole thing. I go, that's the last thing you wait you want as a waiter <laughs> asking you questions. Like I just sat down. Let me fucking relax yeah. a little bit. Which I, and, and then they still hired me, which is hilarious because yeah. I can't, I'm like the whole time I'm like, can't you teach me? Okay, great. You you, you said so the exact opposite. Yeah, you basically said, 
all of my instincts right. are fully contradictory <laughs> to what you stand for as a corporation. And that's yeah. why, like, I honestly think that's why I was always so confident in these interviews. I knew it was all a game and just mm -hmm. window dressing. Right. And like, 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 you know, especially these dead end jobs, like, you yeah, think she exactly. can be like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to wait for somebody else. Uh, I, I didn't like his answer on desserts. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then when you got there, you realize, yeah, that there was there was no um, <laughs> there was no selective process of trade. People were just coming in and out of there. Yeah, we had a good time. It was this huge. It was this huge like uh, main. It was right on Route 38 there in Cherry Hill, and it was a this huge main dining room. I remember, I remember what I remember about the uh, you had to sing a birthday song. I never remember getting involved okay. in that. But it wasn't allowed to be happy. That, that was the the heyday of of happy birthday lawsuits. Right. Everyone was afraid. <laughs> they're like, they're like the only thing that will end this corporation. Yeah. You can give the customer salmonella. Okay, you you can do whatever you want, but if you sing happy birthday in public, we will be owned by that family that has the rights. <laughs> So it was, yeah, it was some made up Chi Chi's version, like happy, happy yeah. birthday, you know, whatever, like yep. it's trying to do their own jangle. And everyone would have to come out and do it. And it was so loud. And like the, and the room was this huge open, there's this huge open space, you know, like it was just so much loud. And I remember these plates being so, um, just overly heavy, like made of like yeah. these old, <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> like, like, this, like, a, like, like a track and field discus or something. Yeah, like I that. mean, yeah. it was crazy. Like, I don't know, like, they were trying to make it like, like, like these Mexican plates, but they were insanely heavy. Mm -hmm. And like, um, and so sometimes they would break, they would make it would sound like a cannon going off, you know, <laughs> and like, you know, breaking that main dining hall. So, like, anytime it was a birthday song, not every time, but occasionally, me and my one, one guy who I was friends with, like, uh, we were the ones like, Try to keep ourselves sane, you know, for these jobs. Like, I'm yeah. just gonna, like, I'm just gonna, next song, I'm just gonna break, I'm just gonna let a dish go. Like, it's a Jewish wedding. You're just gonna yeah. throw it, throw it onto like Mazel Tov, throw exactly. it Exactly. And it came like a middle table, just put it up in the air like a pizza pie, like, oh, and it just fucking drops. <laughs> and it was almost like a, like a mob hit. You don't know, no one knows where it came from. Like, oh, you look around. It was, and it, it sounds like a shotgun going off. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So we do. So, go ahead. No, that's funny. What I what I sort of miss about like those old chains, and I still think it's I, I don't work those kind of jobs anymore, but I still think this would be true. This is what I would do do when I got fired from those kind of jobs. Uh -huh. I did this at Eastside Mario's, which was a chain about Eastside Mario's. Yeah, restaurant. sure. Yeah. But I would get fired from a job, you know, for being incompetent. I actually got fired from Eastside Mario's for being late and finishing a customer's beer. And um, <laughs> what I would always do when I got fired from those jobs is I would just drive. There was always one like 20 minutes away. I would just drive and apply there and get hired there. And because they don't exchange any information between these right. different franchises, like like they don't exchange any information whatsoever. And I always thought it would be funny. I'm like, well, you know, Eastside Myers, you can't get rid of me that easy. You know, I'll just go to this location. <laughs> and what would be great is I would never say I worked at the other one because, you know, okay. obviously their next question would be yeah, well, what happened there. Right. You know? So I, I wouldn't um, say that. And then you look like a genius when you're hired into the other location. Mm -hmm. If you've said you never worked at a different one. Because they would just like they'd give you like a tour of all their processes and yeah. you would just like you you would looks like you just pick up everything right super fast and they're like, Oh my god, this guy's gonna be my best worker ever. You know, I already knows the squirrel system or whatever they, they're using here in the touch <laughs> He said, Give me an LU5 and send me to the floor. 
That's hilarious. <laughs> and then the when time. you go down the line and say, well, I worked for Eastside Mario's, you know, from for like two, wow, two and a half years. Yeah, not the same one. Six different, six yeah. different Eastside Mario's. They don't recognize it as two and a half years. They re- recognize it as six different careers of, of 60 days. <laughs> but that aside. That is a good tip. If you're about, if you're getting fired from a job, look for an exact. Similar- go into the. Don't let the corporation win. Go into the next location and just just clock in, and start working. Yeah, you know they, you know they, they like you at some point. You know, yeah. At one point, like you're acceptable to get a job there. They they hired you originally. What's so the worst that could happen? Them? They don't hire you at the. Even if they find out you've already been fired. All right. They're gonna fire you twice. Who cares? Um, <laughs> the other piece of advice I would always give is I. I got fired so often that I was very comfortable being fired. And okay. I was usually much more comfortable than the manager. Yeah. And <clears throat> what I liked to do when I was getting fired is I don't believe you can probably talk your way out of being fired. If they've already made the decision, you're going to fire you. Like I, I think you, you, you pretty much have to accept that. But what I would do is I would, I would be like, all right, well, I'm not going to make it easy on them and I'm going to mm. make them do all the work. Cause what they like to do when they fire you is they want, they want you to bring up that you're being fired. Yeah. So like, it, it'll always start with a question on their side. Like they'll say something like, well, uh, I'm sure you've heard about the bad sales year we're having mm-hmm. like before that, <laughs> you know, like, Oh right. yeah. Am I being laid off? You know, like they want you to dig the hole that they're going to bury you in. So I would always act completely clueless, you know, or the one, the manager called me in the one time he's like, uh, hey, I'm sure, you know, I, I've been late like every day for a week. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm sure you know why you're in here. And I, I acted like I didn't. I, and <laughs> I, I, I go, uh, I go, I, yeah, I imagine we're planning the holiday party. It was me. He was, he's like, what? <laughs> and he had to like spend eight uncomfortable sentences to get the conversation right. back to fire in me. And I was like, well, now he has to feel every word, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, absolutely. you know, he's, he's got to wear it as the kids say. Yeah. He's got to shoot me himself. <laughs> holiday party <laughs> oh in your defense that's something that people you know, they talk about year round the holiday party the planning, yes that the is true of it. yeah i mean that can always be talked about the venue that is true. and everything i mean that's a, that's just a huge thing so i like that is that a policy they have they think or is that just um about having i think it's just awkward it? like to actually sit down and to be confident enough to say hey sean we're gonna let you go mm-hmm. like requires a level of like confidence and self-assuredness and they don't have that they're just insecure retail managers that right. maybe have never even fired anyone before so like they're just like mm, you kind of you know what's going on here don't you you know can you say it for me you know <laughs> right it's like a couple that wants to break up but not, not, neither one ha- like mm. wants to say it you know yeah you're drinking the customer's beers for crying out loud <laughs> Well, CJ, this is a, you know, speaking of holiday parties and having fun at work, yep. uh, you know, we're usually talking about the people who want to have fun here at the Blackout Diary. The reason we forget, you know, as, as the society gets more sober curious, over in France, a man won the right, quote, not to be fun at work. Not to be fun. Yes. That is, no, I mean, you- yeah. Go ahead. This is the headline real quickly. You know, you don't have to be, quote, fun and quote at work. Mm. French court rules. <laughs> that's that's hilarious because that's a very problematic language. Um, <laughs> part, part of the reason people are scared, like they, they you, you lose alcoholics, whatever they say, they scare like, well, I have to drink for my work. You know, it's part of yeah. my job, you know, clients and all this stuff. It's it's part mm-hmm. of the thing. 
and which totally. is not, yeah, which is not true. But then, <laughs> but then for other people to consider, well, that's what they consider fun. <laughs> when you're yeah, relating I mean, it, it is hilarious. Fun. <laughs> this article is great because you could tell this person doesn't side doesn't side with the guy who sued. It goes right. based on what they choose. Uh, to put in quotes, it goes, a man who was fired by a Paris-based consulting firm for failing to be, quote, fun and uh-huh. participate in work in events that, in his words, involved excessive alcoholism and promiscuity <laughs> was wrongfully dismissed, Francis <laughs> I's court rule. I love it. He's called Mr. T. He has to be anonymous. I love how this guy is protected for not being fun, right. like somebody who has a like, like a handicap or something That is like not that. the label you want in job interviews. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> It says here you show up to work on time every day. Stellar reports, but uh, did you refuse that fun? And I think with the last employer. <laughs> well, I, I know, I know they might have put fun, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was an open bar situation. I didn't. I refused to go to a strip club. I believe they were talking about <laughs> on, a, on a road trip, but um, I don't know if it was. I had my own version of fun. So the terminated worker, a senior consultant identified as Mr. T, was fired in 2015 for what his employer, consulting firm Cubic Partners, called professional incompetence after he refused to participate in social activities with his colleagues. <laughs> Imagine calling that professional incompetence. Like, I'm a pretty big drinker. Right. If we had, a, if we, had a, you know, uh, somebody like a co-producer of the Blackout Diaries that was like, hey, I don't want to drink at all tonight. I, I would not. I, I'd be like, you're incompetent. <laughs> you just don't, get out of you my just, face, you incompetent. Just don't get it. <laughs> I can't believe I'm I'm ending up on Mr. T's side here reading this article. <laughs> There's a lot. of It goes back and forth. The employee claimed colleagues engaged yeah. in humili- humili- humiliating and intrusive acts, such as mock sex- sexual acts that he was once forced to share a bed with a colleague during retreat. I mean, I can just see that as all <laughs> drunken uh, jackassery, too. <laughs> and him not thinking it's funny, you know, and everyone, yeah. come on, loosen up, you know. <laughs> and I'm loose. It's just not funny to simulate a blowjob on a male coworker. <laughs> I just don't think that's comedy. <laughs> you know what they're probably like with what goes on at our parties? If we have a fucking sober person here, right. we will be sued into the Stone Age on well, sexual that... harassment. Like we can't afford to have anyone that's actually recording these events <laughs> with their with the eye of their mind. <laughs> that that is that yeah. will be that will devastate us. And that's a problem people in general have with people who don't drink when they're out socializing. Is this they just don't like that someone is <laughs> someone's actually oh noticing? God. Yeah, you see me. You what actually see me. <laughs> right. I don't want to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> they're not mad that they don't drink. They're mad that, that they see them drink and see what they're doing and how they act. It's It's got to be. I mean, I had to bet a pretty easy decision, I think, for the judge just because, like, what can the work possibly say? Like, like, no, no, we fired him for professional reasons. Well, he's obviously good at his job if he's not getting hammered like, like the rest of you guys. <laughs> so, like, he's a bad worker, too, and he doesn't do anything. <laughs> I'll bet you this trial would have been hilarious. Yeah. Like, I'll bet you, like, because you know this guy, Mr. T, knows everything they did at these parties. Right. And I'm sure it was all introduced <laughs> into evidence. And then they probably, like, I'll bet you there had to be a rebuttal witness that was mm. like, you know, uh, Jacques, 
did you take a banana <laughs> and pretend it was Mr. T's dick? <laughs> you blew it at a work event. <laughs> and they have to say all this under right. oath. <laughs> all fucking <laughs> phone camera videos. Uh, so Cubic Partners co-founder Olivier Cornet told CBS Money Watch that the employee in question was obviously not fired because he would refuse to participate in so-called aperitif culture and to participate in convenal events organized by the company. The employee was strictly fired for professional reasons. That sounds yeah. like a mob boss. Like you, you can't right. even explain, like, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a legitimate businessman. Like, well, what's <laughs> your actual, you know, most businessmen work in a line, you know, like plastics or something like that. Like, what do you actually <laughs> do? Like strictly professional reasons is such a general term right. that like, I, 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 I would have gaveled not guilty minute one. <laughs> oh man, this is hilarious. I like that. The right not to be fun. The right, yeah. I mean, it was just calling it fun. No, it's, 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 like I said, that's the word. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fight for the biased. opposite. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fight for the opposite right. Maybe I have the opposite right already. Like, I'm I'm convinced the only re reason I hold my day job is because I am fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so like, like, what does he actually do here? You're Can a hell, hell of a time IT guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know what we do for a living well, right we were in a meeting one time where my boss didn't understand like wasn't 100 percent confidence i knew what our company abbreviation stood for so like <laughs> so when it was said like when when the yeah. when the when the i was probably like, right go ahead he just he whispers over and goes that's us <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> Uh, hey, he makes good cocktails and he's fun. So that, I, that's, I guess that's what I would say. Like that, that, that would be good advice for any of these dead end jobs is you mm -hmm. got, you got to pick a lane. Are you right. going to be the fun guy or the not fun guy? They're both fun or they're both. No, excuse me. You can keep a job both ways, Okay, but you, you can't go back and forth between them. Like, you know, your, your manager needs to know how to assess you and what to expect from you. Yeah. And it sounds like if you have too much fun or too much not fun, you can get fired too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be too much not fun either. <laughs> Don't be too much not fun. <laughs> <coughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, all right, CJ, what do you got uh, coming up here? I think we're getting pretty close to the end of the show here, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, no. Let's wrap this wrap the show up here. Um, like I said, we got my other, uh, my other podcast, Bottom Line Bombs, is finally uh, launched my Man in the Box segment. I'm, I'll be in... Um, nice. Yeah. Just follow myself on Instagram. She just loved was taken. I'll be in Pittsburgh, I think, in a couple weeks at the Improv. Um, always love the city of Pittsburgh, so come out out there. Pittsburgh's great. Yeah. That's a fun, yeah, fun, fun drinking city. Like we said, yes, fun drink, great drinking city. It, um, it, it's 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 just a, it, it's a fascinating city because it's like by all accounts it's Midwest, but mm -hmm. they have like more the people have more of an East Coast vibe than yeah. than most Midwesterners, you know, and like like the way they talk and the way they're more confrontational than most Midwestern <laughs> cities. You know, <laughs> yeah, they have a little because they have some Pennsylvania for sure. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, and they have uh, um. 
they also have that inferiority complex. They have the one with Philadelphia, which is funny. I, I, I like cities that don't like the other city, like have a rival in the city where the other city has no idea they're, what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, didn't even, you know I thought I mean? you were part of Ohio. Right. That's what Philly is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've been mad at me this whole time? <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. That, yeah, that would be. That'd be a great like blog, like those uh, uh-huh. unaware like, rivalries, a- a- asymmetrical rivalries. Yeah, yeah unaware <laughs> rivalries. Yeah, one way rivalries. <laughs> um, that's all right. So go see him in Pittsburgh uh, and then check out my book, uh, Places I Can't Return To, uh, online at SeanBearFlannery.com. And yeah. the live show every Friday, uh, every Friday at 10 p.m. Every at Friday at 10 p.m., Lincoln Lodge. Not well, I know it's, this is a be uh, Already aired, but uh, two weeks ago, meeting tonight. <laughs> you said there's a private event in Lincoln Lodge. What's that private event? Oh, well, they have like some out of town headliner, and I never want to learn the name, so I just call it a private event. <laughs> I know when you say private, no block of lines. I private want people event. to think weddings, and I want people to exactly. think weddings and banquets. That's exactly are what it makes it sounds like. Oh, does someone have a permit for there tonight? Better yet. <laughs> No, I don't know. It's some headliner. Who knows? That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And like and review the podcast. Yes, most importantly. Share it with friends and give us a five-star review. All right. Sounds good. A podcast network.